Blog Talk Radio. Okay. Good evening, it's Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and welcome to another episode of Be Unique's Unscripted, where we talk to artists, musicians, performers, and business professionals. My name is Tony Taylor, I'll be your host for this evening. You know, you could spend your Thursday nights anywhere, and we are excited you're spending it with us. The conversation is cool, it's calm, and it's casual. You can also be a part of the conversation by dialing 516-418-5651. Now, before we begin, let's talk about why you need to get on your phone and go to BeUnique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E.org. Here's what Be Unique is all about. Our mission is to work today to change tomorrow using digital mediums to connect the world with professional storytelling and media production. We work to educate, inspire, and foster positivity and creativity worldwide through video, audio, and a spectacular literary magazine featuring writers from around the world. The newest Be Unique magazine is out right now, and you can read it online along with Be Unique Brevard magazine, the Space Coast premier magazine. Be Unique is also a media powerhouse. Not only do you get this incredible podcast hosted by me, Tony Taylor, but 11 other shows. So sit back, get comfortable, and get ready to dial 516-418-5651 with your questions, comments, and whatever else you may want to say. Let's meet our guest. All right, everybody. It is Thursday night. It is Thursday night. It is 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and we and you are all listening to Unscripted. My name is Tony Taylor. I don't welcome you to the show. We have an extremely very, 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 very special guest with us tonight who's going to take us on a crash course on writing. My favorite subject writing. All right, everybody, I want to welcome again once more to the show Mary Brotherton. Mary, good evening. How are you? I am fabulous. You you should be. You have re- you should be. I tell you what, you know, um Usually we'll get on the radio and we'll talk and we'll discuss Be Unique, but tonight it's all about you, and it's all about this a major accomplishment that you have done. And what have you done? Well, as a writer, ladies and gentlemen, we all strive to get to that one pinnacle, that one pinnacle where we know we've made it as a writer, and that is being published. And Mary, you are now a published author with an incredible book called Go With Angels. How does You know, it's it's funny because I've always I felt like I was a published author long before the book came out because I've had stories and poems published in uh, literary magazines and anthologies, chapbooks. I've had my journalistic writing published in newspapers and uh, periodicals. I've gotten paid for. My, my published works. I've even gotten awards for my writing. I've gotten awards for my editing. But there is nothing, and I mean nothing, nothing. in the world I know. that compares to holding your book that you have worked over 
and and you know take everybody has their own different pace and their own way of doing. I have friends that are very prolific writers. Um, right. You know me and my anecdotes. I'll tell you a quick little story. I I created my own writers critique group in 2009. I had when I first came to Florida, I joined. The, uh, the writing community, and I can get into that in more detail if we have time. But in 2009, I created my own group, and I had four, uh, three, uh, yeah, they started out with three other people and myself, and then we added a fourth person, and then we're back to the three again. But these were people I considered my peers, colleagues that get me and get my writing and I got right. theirs and we we worked well together as a group. Um, one of them, I have, he's, oh my gosh, John J. White, J.J. White. He has written so many books and so many short stories. He sends them off and gets, uh, he wins awards for his writing. Uh, he wins right. contests and gets money and you want to know one of the greatest joys of my life is when he inscribed his first book to me. Oh, I mean, wow, man. Book. Imagine that. I believe, I believe the name of that book was Prodigious Savant. He wrote in that book, I would not be a writer if not for you. <laughs> and that, there that is just, no higher compliment. And the reason for that is when I was in uh, the Space Coast Writers Guild, which right. is very active still today. In fact, um, some of the people from Space Coast Writers Guild have done, have, have created an offshoot called Authors for Authors. And I will be selling my book, Go With Angels, at their event in November in O'Galley. And I have a very special price for people who come to the event and a right. gift for any buyers. Um, mm. But uh, John had submitted a story called The Abduction of Lara. I'll never forget it. I, at the time, I was the acquisitions editor for the magazine, the literary magazine that Space Coast Writers Guild put out called uh, Literary Liftoff. It was really cool. I, I've been published in that a couple times, but John sent me his story, and it was good. It had a good premise. It had a great plot, but oh my goodness, did that story need work? And this uh -oh. was back in the this was back in the day when people sent in paper stories. <laughs> So I got out my little red editor's pen, and I marked that thing up. He said when it came back to him with my suggestions on it, he opened it up, and he nearly cried because it looked like somebody had bled all over it. <laughs> and I said, I did. I said, but I did it to keep you from bleeding. But he had, okay. he had submitted different stories to different places prior to this one. And he told his wife, if I don't get this story published, I'm giving up. I'm, I'm just going to quit writing. I'll know that I'm no good as a writer. And so I did for John what I do for all of my editing clients. And 
uh, all, all the people that volunteer to write for Be Unique. I do the same thing for them. Right. Um, what, you know, I don't do it all the time for all, everybody because once you get a feel for my editing style, you figure it out mm-hmm. and you write right. the way you're supposed to. Right. But I wrote, you know, I, I always like to give people options. You know, I tell them, this is what I suggest. You know, I, I can go through there real quick and say, this comma doesn't belong here. You need a semicolon. Or this colon doesn't belong here. You need a period. Or never start, you know, it's wrong to, uh, you, you're supposed to use an Oxford comma here. You don't use an Oxford comma there. And for people who don't know, an Oxford comma is a serial comma. You okay. have red comma, white comma, and blue. That's a serial comma, not red comma, white comma. I mean, okay, never mind. Anyway, I told John what I told John what he had done wrong grammatically, and that was easy to swallow. But there were a lot of things, and and Tony, you've been a victim of my editing. I have, um, I have on several occasions, yes. Uh, you know, you have phrases sometimes that just, especially if you're writing fiction, you can't. You can't always start a story the way you think you should start a story. And, you know, an editor, a skilled editor, can look at your story and go, oh, dude, start your story with this sentence. It's down, you know, paragraph five. Bring it up to the top. End it with the way you started the story or whatever. But that's what I did for John. And he sent the story back and made some corrections. I edited it again, sent it back to him, and I said, just one more time, let's fix these mistakes. And it actually took about four times. But we got it all worked out, and he was published. And now he writes more than I do. He's published, I don't know, uh, he's published a, a, a historical novel called Nisei, uh, kind of a thriller psychological story called Prodigious Savant, um, those are the only two I can remember, but I know he's got he's written more. But and, and my friend Hank Rhodes gave me a great compliment on Go with Angels. He, I sent mm. him a copy, and he wrote it. Uh, I mean, he wrote me an email that he'd received the book, and he wrote a lot about it. But one of the things right. he said was, "You're already having a positive influence." Oh because wow. Go with Go with Angels is anecdotal memoir. It's these are short stories that I wrote based on my memories. They're uh, stories about me, stories about my children, stories right. about um, they're stories about angels. They're stories about deceased loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of what you could call supernatural encounters, I guess. Oh. Um, I mean, there's stories like His Brother's Keeper. I've got one called Faith and Folly. I've got one that says, Does Love Make My Butt Look Fat? Um, I want to talk about Go With Angels, but I also, uh, for those writers that are listening, I want to talk about when, when did you realize or when did you know or when did you start, actually, um, your writer's journey? When did you start writing and why? In general or this book? In, in general. 
Because in order, I mean, you've gone from being what time a writer. is it? <laughs> you've gone um, from being a writer to being a published author. Now, where did this begin, and why did it begin? Did you know you were a writer? I've always been a writer, always. My mother said that I was editing cereal boxes when I was about five before I went to school. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. How does somebody edit a cereal box? You find mistakes on it. <laughs> and you correct them with your crayon. Tony the Tiger will never be the same. Okay. If it was Tony the Tiger instead of Tony the Tiger, I fixed it. <laughs> So as I mean, and, how, and there how are old things are we like that. Now, Mary, I mean, how old, how young five. were you? Five. Oh five my God. years Why old. That? Five years old. Why do you and, say five? What is it about five well, being five years old? Is that the cereal box? I don't know. Yeah, my mother said that I was five years old when I started making corrections. I don't know when I started writing stories. I right. was probably eight. When I got one of those little diaries that right. girls used to get, they have the little box and the tiny key that you write silly things in, but you don't want anybody to, to see them. Right. Um, I'd love to get a hold of that first one. Oh, me too. It probably had, <laughs> it probably had junk in it. And I, right. I will tell you, when I first started writing professionally, I queried a newspaper and asked for her, uh, it was a woman publisher, I asked for her um, writer's guidelines. And she said, I don't have any writer's guidelines. Please send me a sample of your writing. And probably, I don't know, 10 years after that, I found it and it had a folder called uh, samples. Right. And I looked at it and I thought, oh my God, why would anybody hire me after reading that? Oh, garbage. Oh, it was terrible compared to how I write today. Um, well, you were, well, Mary, you were growing. I mean, I mean, you were just starting out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I have always been a storyteller. I mm-hmm. have had people roll their eyes and say, I hear a story coming on. But I also have always been a writer. I lived for book reports. I loved, 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 loved getting a great book when I was, you know, in the third or fourth grade and the teacher said, now boys and girls, pull out your pencils and your paper and we're going to write a book report. And the other kids were like, oh, oh, ah, ah. And I'm like, yes, yes, yay. (laughs) You were that person. Gotcha. I was the one. Um, Yeah. I even had, you know, the little, I don't know, I don't know what to say. But I I had um, won an award when I was probably 10. For doing okay. the most, over the summer, I read the most books from the school library and went back to the librarian and gave oral book reports. And because that, of that, I won a book, a hardback book. Oh, what was that book? Do you remember it? Of course I do. 
Louisa May Alcott's Little Women. Little Women, yeah. Yep, Little Women. Little Women. Did you, now let me ask you this. Um, do you feel that as, now that you have an actual book published, um, with writers, do you feel that it's important to be reading? Oh my gosh, yes. I don't read nearly as much as I used to. Um, and I really want to get back into reading because I, I miss it. Okay. Uh, part of the reason I don't read as much for leisure is because um, I read all the time. You know, I'm always on my computer or picking up something that has to do with be unique usually. Yes. But I will say I miss the days when I was reading six or seven separate books at the same time. Seven. Wow. Do you active? Let me ask you this, Mary. Do you actively seek out stories, or do stories just come to you? Okay. Uh, I'll use Go With Angels as an example. Perfect. These are memoirs, so memories. There are things that actually happened to me, and then I have retold them for the book. A lot of them started out, you asked me, when did I start writing? I'll tell you, when I started writing this book was probably more than 30 years ago. Wow, you've had this book in your brain. Wow, okay. Um. They, they started out as letters to family and friends. Uh, I have a story called A Child's Disappearance that okay. relates a story that happened when my 18-month-old child disappeared and how he came back and what happened, um, why I think angels were involved in that. I have another one called Salvation at a Watermelon Patch. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you started something what? here. You need to explain what? that story. That, that's an interesting story. Please talk about that. The story about the your child's child. disappearance? Yes, yes. Do you want me to tell you about the story or do you want me to read it to you? Whatever you prefer. It's, I think it's kind of short. Yeah, it's short. Let me, let me just read the whole story. Read it. Absolutely. Matt was a toddler when we lived near the interstate. There was a huge sand pit behind our home where the previous owner had sold the soil to the state to help build the highway. One day, Matt disappeared. He had stayed outside with his father when I returned to prepare lunch, and his father thought he had gone inside with me. When I called everyone in to eat, Matt was gone. Mm. We abandoned food, thoughts of food, and started an immediate search, but my child was nowhere in sight. My voice, which should have been reassuring, was filled with a mother's worst fears, and when he heard me, he started crying, which is how we located him. He had wandered through the yard and followed a slight downward path until he was at the bottom of the pit. He just walked around until he heard my frantic calls. I thanked God for protecting my little one and held him tightly. When he told me that he was just walking, I explained that he was too young and small to be walking alone. 
I asked him to promise that he would always take someone with him when he went for a walk again. And like a good child, he promised. A few weeks later, Matt vanished again. I may have been more worried this time than the first. Then I noticed that both of our puppies were also missing. Hmm. We called Matt and whistled for the pups. In a few minutes, all three appeared at the edge of the wooded area that bordered our property. When I scolded Matt for walking off by himself, he gazed up at me with a child's innocence. Not alone, he said. Bambi and Thumper went with me. He was, of course, right. His two companions had been with him as he explored. I smiled, hugged him, and thanked God again for his safe return and for providing two fluffy angels for my son. Our angels don't always resemble the paintings in museums, though sometimes they present that way to us. Sometimes our angels look just like puppies. These just Mm -hmm. happen to be white pups who followed Matt everywhere. My son still loves to wander along wooded paths. He and I both know that even though his dogs are long gone, his angels have taken less obvious forms and are still his faithful companions. That's wow. one of the stories that I have. In, and I have others where the same kid, a little older, he was about 14, uh, he had a handprint on his arm that was bigger than anybody else's handprint in the family. And that came after an auto accident. He, he was in the back of a truck, and his brother was driving with a friend in the front. The two boys in front were strapped in. Matt was loose in the back of the truck. And Richard lost control of the truck, hit an oak tree, and he thought he killed his brother. Oh, no. he's, he's screaming for his younger brother, and Matt's in the middle of the road, the dirt road, in the middle of the road going, I'm over here. He was probably 20 or 30 feet away from the scene of the accident. Mm. And he didn't notice the bruises on his arm until he took a shower that night. And that was when we started looking at it and said, that's a handprint. Somebody had yanked him out of that truck. Oh, my. You've got to be kidding me. And wow. No, I am not, I'm not kidding you. Then when about three years after that, he was probably 17, he had a car, he had a job, he played football. Actually, he had two jobs. He delivered pizza and he worked at a watermelon patch in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then he went to football practice. Uh, They they did the two-a-days. And uh, so he was working hard and not getting a lot of sleep. Well, he fell asleep at the wheel, flipped his car. He said he woke up seeing the trees flashing by him, Mm. and then the car flipped over, and we get a call from this scared young man, and uh, he uh, he said, "I I wrecked the car. So we go to where he was. This was in the days before cell phones. Right. Go to where he was, and uh, he's standing next to his car, visibly shaken, crying, upset. He, you know, he flew in his car, didn't know what to do. And there was a highway trooper there, highway, state highway patrolman. 
I guess that's how he got uh, phone calls. I don't really know how he called us. Um, but the trooper looked at, at uh, you know, I'll just read you the last, the last three paragraphs of sure, that story. Sure, sure, sure. He told us he heard the trees ripping and snapping as the car scraped along at least a quarter of a mile of the wooded area beyond the ditch. The car was crushed, yet Matt was virtually unhurt. Matt got his newer car. That's why he was working this extra job. But he didn't intend to get one by destroying the old one. The trooper didn't explain how he happened to be at the scene so soon after the accident. He was just there when we arrived, and Matt didn't remember seeing him drive up. Oddly, he didn't give Matt a ticket or warn us to be sure he didn't drive while drowsy. He just drove away after the tow truck arrived. Perhaps the trooper felt sorry for Matt. Maybe he was actually working with the angels. Or maybe he was an angel. And that leads me... I'm sorry to interrupt you, Mary, but that that leads me to the next question is, do you feel that we have angels actively in our lives? Absolutely. No, No doubt about it. And every I mean, story and I'm not just book, talking about those moments that you describe. I'm talking about moments in everyday life. Oh, yes. I feel like I met an angel today. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's, I believe I picked up an angel and, um, uh, and drove him, uh, a hitchhiker. And the story is called Helping Jerry. I believe okay. Jerry was an angel. Um, there, there are so many incidents of uh, stories of otherworldly phenomenon. I'll tell you another. I actually do better reading this story. If I can find it, I'll, I'll read it because I, I feel like I read better than I speak sometimes. Because <laughs> I, so, I get so... Caught up in, in what I'm trying to say. Oh, this is even shorter than the last one. I, I believe you can relate. I believe, well, I believe I've I've had an angel experience too, which is why I, I relate so much to your book. In the I sense of sometimes these, well, no, well, sometimes these figures appear to you where it just seems impossible that they would be there. And they are there at the right moment, at the right time, at the exact moment you need help, reassurance, or something of that matter. I remember uh, in 2004 when we had a string of hurricanes go through Florida, and our house was flooded. And we were just, uh, the entire bedroom was just a, a, a lake. In fact, my daughter, who was four at the time, uh, was calling it Lake Hampton because of the street we lived on. But... But um, all of a sudden, we were, we were having all these difficulties, you know, trying to get stuff out of the room, trying to – anyway, three figures appeared out on the street, came into the house, and helped us. They were all dressed in yellow raincoats. I don't know where they came from. I don't know, I, I don't know why they were outside in the rain during a hurricane. But they came in, and they helped us. They got us all situated, and then they left. And you know what, Mary? I never – saw them again. I never saw them again. And I, so I believe you're probably right. They yeah. probably were angels. There's a story in the book called Angels in Seattle. 
and it's a story okay. that Jennifer told me about. Um, and that's I Jennifer won't get East, into your, it. Your co, Jennifer your co-partner East, in crime with my, Be Unique, my, yeah, my right? co-founder <laughs> of Be Unique. Right. Um, she had an incident, and she ended up with four broken bones in her feet, and a woman helped her to her car. But Jennifer recalls there being two women and a man. Okay. And when Jennifer turned to say thank you, she looked beyond the woman who was there and said, where did the other people go? And the woman said, there's never been anybody here but you and me. And the other woman was carrying Jennifer's things that she dropped on the street when she fell. And she said, I just carried your things for you. I don't know how you got here. I don't know how you walked. Jennifer didn't walk. She says she did not walk. She was carried. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. Hey, at this moment, Mary, uh, we want to take a real quick break. We'll be right back. I want to talk more about your book. I want to talk about uh, the writing process you use to get this book done. And uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Have you ever read a web article on the Internet that really spoke to you? No, I mean really spoke to you. Well, let me tell you about Newsly. Newsly is the new and incredible audio app made especially for iOS and Android. Newsly picks up web articles about the most trending topics throughout the entire Internet. And at any given moment, Newsly reads those web articles to you in a natural human voice. Browse your favorite articles from topics you choose. Stop scrolling, start playing, start listening, and start learning. And Newsly has podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 40 countries. Our podcasts, Unscripted, Coffee Candy and Creative, and On Demand are there too. Go to www.newsly.me to download and use Newsly for free now. And if you use promo code BEUNIQUERADIO, all one word and with caps, receive a one-month free premium description. For the first time in the history of the Internet, the web becomes listenable. Listen and learn with Newsly. BeUnique works to change the world for a better tomorrow, using digital mediums to connect the dots of the world through professional storytelling. We have all-embracing, all-inclusive heart, and are always learning to create new things to revitalize and sustain old things. While recognizing our differences, we use positive and universal thinking to strategize for a positive outcome. We collaborate with people of all distinctions to create a better me, a better you, a better us. By caring for others, there's no room in our hearts for hatred, racism, or egoism. So, let our visions heal and keep the promises of what we will be. One day, by living helpful, caring, and happy, healthy, and sensual lives. With the wonderful staff and volunteers at Be Unique, we will continue to pursue that dream by making the world a better place for everyone. From everyone at BeUnique.org. To our readers and listeners, thank you for all your support. There's so much more on the way. If you like the show tonight, let us know. 
call 321-417-4309 or email mary at beunique.org to ask how you can sponsor the show. It's simple and doesn't have to cost much at all. Visit beunique.org for even more details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Join the global world changers who already know how Be Unique helps bring together like-minded humans who are making the world a better place. Read the magazine and blog posts, watch our videos, listen to our podcast, and visit our social media from one location and let's work together. Change tomorrow by finding solutions today. Visit BeUnique.org to learn more. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. All right, we're back. It's unscripted, everybody, and it is Thursday night. I am speaking with Mary Brotherton. She has published a book called Go With Angels. She is a part of a very important part of Be Unique, and now we're talking to her about her book, and we are also discussing writing and how it works and how it works for you. Mary, I'm a young writer. I'm listening to the show right now. What are what is some advice, I'm sorry, what are some advice that you can give me as I struggle to work on my book, short story, poem, whatever? What can you tell me to get to a point where I become a published writer? I'm not saying this is going to make you a published writer. I'm just saying what is it to keep a writer going? Remember why you started writing in the first place. Remember what your story is, what your, your goal is. Why do you want to write? Remember your passion and never, ever, ever, ever let anybody tell you that you can't. And the reason I say that is I have had at least two people that I thought I respected tell me that I should keep my day job because writing was a nice hobby and would never lead to anything for me. Well, I guess you proved them wrong. I have proved them wrong more than once because I'll tell you, um, I have a price for my book. It's only $15, and that $15 covers domestic postage, if you're in the United States of America and you send me $15 and ask for a copy of Go With Angels, I will put it in the mail for you that same day or at least if you send it to me at night, like this time of night, I might put it in tomorrow's <laughs> mail. But I will get it in the mail within 24, <laughs> within 24 hours you're going to have the book in the mail. It takes a day, a week or two, I don't know. Some people have gotten the books within three days. Some people, it takes a little longer. But I'll put it in the mail, and it's yours. $15 covers the book, the postage, everything. Wow. I will inscribe. Mary, was there ever a time, though, that you felt that you just couldn't go on, that you couldn't do it? Yeah. When my ex-husband told me that it was a nice hobby, I should not pursue it. He said, writing is ever, a good hobby for you. Did you ever let that bring you down? Did you ever let, did it ever affect you writing? Oh, it knocked the wind, out of, it knocked the wind out of my sails. I, I respected him at that time, 
Right. And he totally, you know, gaslighted me out of everything. But um, when I left him, I left all of that behind. And right. I started, I, when I met Curtis, and he found out I was a writer, he just, he was absolutely amazed. And For those of you, wait a minute, for those of you not going to know, Curtis is her current husband, just so you know. Curtis <laughs> is my best, he is my best husband. <laughs> he is my best, he is my best friend, and right. he is my husband, and he is my biggest fan. He supports me. It's really funny because uh, the reason that I have published Go With Angels is because right. Martha Watts, who is also a be unique uh, writer and supporter, she volunteers at events like Metafest, which you helped us with. And right. I mean, I, I'm just, I can't say enough about be unique. People, I just, ah, yeah. And, I mean, I know we're it's not great, supposed to be great, talking. It's a great family. No, it really is. It, it it's is. A great it family really is. And so Martha, one day she and I were talking about being a published author. And she said, I challenge you. And I said, challenge what? She said, I want you to go and she gave me an assignment. Go to this website, do some research, sign up for this. Sign up to get your ISBN. And for those who don't know, that's the little, uh, it's a number on a book, and it stands, right. for, it stands for International, actually I've got it wrong, IBSN, International Book Sales Number. She said, do that, and then get your barcode. And I, you know, I got the IBSN, and I was like, okay, I did it. When I got the barcode, I was so excited. I was giddy because I had a barcode that belonged specifically to me, specifically for the book. Right. And right. Jennifer designed the cover, which I think oh, okay. is just fabulous. I love the cover. I agree. I agree. And, and, and people, can you can view that on the uh, website. Awesome. You can view the cover along with the book, actually, too. Yes, and you can go to Facebook go with angels book and find a little bit more about the book if you want to, because Tony also, I, I do really well when people challenge me. He right. challenged me to write my synopsis, which I had been really negligent about. I wrote the <laughs> synopsis and I'm in the process. That just happened today. I'm everybody. in the process <laughs> of getting that uploaded to all the sites. That's great. That's great. So um, when I, I told Curtis that, um, Martha had challenged me, and so I had done this, this, and this. And he goes, I've been challenging you. I said, no, you've been encouraging me. Yeah. There's a big difference. And that's something that I would say to these young writers. And I don't care if you are young because you have not lived on the earth very long. You're maybe 14, 18, 22. Or if you're young, a young writer because you're not published and you could be 81 or 94. Remember, Grandma Moses was a very old woman when she started painting. And if you right. don't know who Grandma That's Moses true. is, true. Google it, you noob. But, <laughs> you know, Curtis 
was he was shocked when I said, no, you encouraged me. You didn't challenge me. So for all of you unpublished authors out there, challenge yourself. Find you an accountability partner, someone who can push you and remind you. Uh, it can be a friend. It can be an editor. It can be uh, 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 someone online. It can be an online support group. Writers need to be supported. Um, we are, as a whole, one of the most neurotic classes of people. Oh, I've ever I'll met. agree with that. I'll agree with that. <laughs> we, we need constant validation. We do. We, yeah. we, we crave. Is it good? Did you, did you, I, I gave my book. I didn't gave. I, I sold my book to two of my neighbors. One of the neighbors, I, I told her, um, I would like for you to, to let me know if you like the book. She said, I know I'm going to like it because I like everything you do. I'm like, well, that's not really what I want to hear. She said, I like it so much before I eat, have even read it that I want you to go over to your house and get me another one. I want to buy two books. I'm like, okay. But then the other neighbor, I see him out there in, in the yard. I didn't even know he liked angels or anything like that. I uh, was talking to him one day, and Carter said, oh, yeah, Mary and I are going next week to pick up her book. And he said, oh, what's it about? And I said, that's about angels. He goes, really? I want to buy a copy. I went, oh, okay. And you didn't even so know. Now, that yeah. I, now when I see him, I want to go, hey, Mark, what do you think about my book? <laughs> but I'm trying really hard not to be that kind of person, you know? Well, let me ask you this, Mary. What is it you want people to take away from your book? I mean, I've finished it. Oh. I've read the book. What is it you want people to take away from this book? <sighs> I gotta shut my ego down for a second. Hold on. Oh no, no. Remember, this is no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is very twisted. It's all about you. It's all about you. I know, Tony. But that little that little girl inside me is going. I want no, everybody no, no. in the world no, to say, Mary, you're you. fabulous. No, let, let it rip. Mary, you're let it rip. awesome. Mary, you're the greatest writer in the world. <laughs> truly, truly, I want people to walk away from this book as my writer friend Hank Rhodes did and say, you are inspiring people. Ah. You are making a difference in this world. I then, I have ulterior motives beyond that. I want people to start looking for their own angels. Yes. I want people to... Um, you know, I am donating proceeds from the sales of all my books to Be Unique. So okay. I want people to, and it, it's written in the back of the book, I want people to go to Be Unique as a result of reading my book and think, oh, well, if Mary is the president and the editor-in-chief of this organization and the producer of Be Unique Radio, right. maybe, maybe there's something there for me. And by the way, thank you for calling me the producer, Tony. I, I really appreciate that. I've always called well, thought of myself as the director. Yeah. Um, but it's I've true. always thought of myself as the director instead of the well, producer. Well, you have a spe- – you, you know, the if I can put on my film cap here, uh, producer produces 
the entire program from start to finish. You put it yeah. all together. You make it happen. You find those elements. You find those people. You find those creative edges and bring it all together. And that's not an easy job because you've got to be able to recognize what those elements are. And as the editor-in-chief of Be Unique and also a co-creator of Be Unique, um, your, your, your importance matters in that, you, that we are all on our podcasts or whatever we're doing, we're writing our articles, whatever. We are all you know, uh, channeling the message that you want to have. And that is a producer. That's what a producer does. You've put right. it all together. You've found the elements. You're not doing it necessarily all by yourself, but you're overseeing no, no. what is an idea and a message and, a, and, a, and definitely an outcome as to what you want to see happen. And you are the And I'm, I'm making sure that it follows a certain right. format. Exactly. Exactly, and that's what a producer does. And there have been times that you and I have talked about that, and you say, well, I want to do so-and-so. I'm like, nope, doesn't right. fit with the, with the, the plan. Right. And, and you're and like, see, but I really want to, Mary. Come on, I want to I know. Do it. Like, I know. But no, see, Tony, it doesn't go with exactly, us. It doesn't Exactly, fit. exactly. And see, you, and when you and Jennifer sat down uh, to create Be Unique, what, five years ago, um, that vision was intact, and now you're looking at an organization that not only produces authors, but also produces films, that has a radio network, that has international writers contributing from all over the world, and a voice that definitely is, is, is almost, you could say, global in its sense. It is global, absolutely. And, you know, just, you know, looking at Be Unique and the movies and the projects and the Metafest, all of these events culminating with the fact that you have written a book that, you know, that has been published and that is out there has, you know, just you know, done so many things for Be Unique to prove that the idea that germinated in yours and Jennifer's head was something that was positive, was something that was needed, and was something that is, is necessary. Because, you know, you don't get people to volunteer or you don't get people to sit down and, you know, and, and create things without there being a or spirit that is strong enough to touch people's hearts. And that's what Be Unique does. Be Unique is a facilitator of, of, of empathy. It's a facilitator of emotion. It concentrates on those things that are positive that sometimes get lost in this world. And I, you know, I, I don't see how you could not see yourself as a producer of that. And that is exactly why I'm donating back to Be Unique because I believe in it so, so deeply. Um, you asked me earlier, what did I want people to take away right. from this? Right. The truth is I want people 
to to feel inspired in whatever way that happens to, to translate. And inspiration comes in many ways. I want people to reach out to me if they have been inspired. Right. And if you have had an angelic encounter of your own, I want to know right. about it. Because I... I, you mentioned earlier my other books, but I'll say this first before I talk about some of those. Right. Um, I want people to send me their stories because I want to share them with the world. Right. I, will, I intend to publish another book about angels. I will probably name it something different. It might be Go With Angels Farther, Go With Angels 2, <laughs> Go With Angels the sequel. Who knows what right. it will be? <laughs> right. But it'll it'll be it'll be something, and it'll have more stories by more people, not just by me. And go ahead. Well, I was going to ask you, why do you think angels exist? Well, first of all, I believe that. We are spiritual beings here on this earth having a physical experience. Right. I I believe that these angels have known us for a long, long time. I believe that my angel, Harriet, has been with me since before I was born. Born, right. And... Uh, I have a poem that I wrote about Jonathan, Michael, Alexander, and Harriet. I didn't put it in this book. It just didn't fit for some reason. Okay. Um, But I will be publishing that story at some other time. That was when I, well, my mother told me that I was four years old, and she knows that I was talking with angels. And I had a a great aunt who wanted to have me committed because she thought I was crazy because I was talking to people she couldn't see. And my mother said, leave her alone. She's just talking with angels. Mm. And then my my grandfather's sister said, maybe we should have you committed too. (laughs) So there, there are always going to be people that don't get it they're going to be, be um, you know, my, I, I went recently to um, a lab. I had to get some blood work done. So right. I was doing that, and I really got into a conversation with the, the woman who drew the blood, and she was fascinating. She just spoke to my heart. And before it was over, I gave her a book. I didn't sell her a book. I gave it to her because I felt drawn that she should have this book. So when I did, she hugged me, and she was very grateful. And she said, you know, I could pay you. I said, I know you could, but I want you to have it. This is my gift. I feel very much um, – I feel – very strongly that it's important to also give to beyond the unique. I gave a copy of my book to my local library. 
Lisa. Mm-hmm. There are 16 in the county, so I just got the first one. But uh, after I finished with the blood work, I went out to the front and was talking to the other woman. And I also gave them each a copy of the latest Be Unique magazine. And the woman, the secondary woman, I'll call her, uh, she got the, the magazine and she's looking through, oh, this is great. I like this. This is really nice. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then she said, she took to the children's page and started doing the puzzle in the back of the book. <laughs> and so we were we were talking and I just asked her, I said, do you believe in angels? I, I just had a feeling that she didn't. And she said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, I was just curious if maybe you believed in angels. Mm, I don't know, maybe. So I showed her a copy of the book and asked her if she would be interested in learning more about it. She said, oh, no, probably not. And so I handed her like a little uh, business card. I said, well, if you change your mind, you are more than welcome to look me up. But I wasn't going to give her a copy of my book because I, I it would have been wasted. Right. And, and so I know these things sometimes. I, I feel them and I have to follow through with who I believe would want a book. Right. Hey, Mary, in our in our last yeah. five minutes of the show, can you please let everybody know where they can get a copy and how they can get a copy with Go With Angels? Yeah, it, it's pretty simple, um, but it can be complex. Now, go to PayPal Me Go With Angels. So that's paypal.me forward slash Go With Angels. And make sure you leave your mailing address. I had somebody not leave her mailing address. I didn't recognize who she was. And so I had to put a post out. If you just right. recently ordered a book from me and uh, didn't leave your address, please reach out to me and let me know. You can always find me at um, be unique, B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Email me there. Uh, I have a Facebook page for the book. It's Go With Angels. Now, there are several Go With Angels out there, so put in the word book. Go With Angels book, and you will find okay. me, and you can ask, ask me there how to get the book. It's only $15. I pay the postage on it. Deal. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think you can beat that with a stick. I really no. don't. No, no. No, and and I tell you, it's such an inspiration. Can you can you give any last minute? I know we asked this earlier, but I I, I just want to end the show because I know there's somebody out there who's writing their novel, writing their short story, writing their poem, writing their screenplay, whatever, that may be frustrated, that maybe hit a bump in the road or something of that nature. Can you give a little bit of advice or not advice but inspiration to them so they can keep plugging away at what they're doing yes i can and i know it's going to sound corny but follow me on facebook follow go with angels book because i have a 
book I'm working on is more short stories. They're mostly fiction, but they're kind of... I've been told that they're a combination of O. Henry and Franz Kafka. Um, (laughs) They're stories that make you go, oh, I'm Hmm. not the only writer in the world who feels this way. Oh, okay. So I have little tips. I don't have time to keep up my my own personal website. I wish I did. Um, Maybe later it'll come back to me and I'll just open it up again. But I used to put, uh, I used to have a newsletter for writers. So my my, my biggest, um, you can't get it right now. Okay, it's, okay, it's, okay. It's, it's defunct at the moment. I don't it's have defunct. the energy. But I, I think the biggest well, bit of advice... you just finished the book. I mean, let's, let's look at your schedule. You know, I mean, it's an endless role. Okay, I, fin- I finished a book. I finished Metafest. Right. Uh, we're in the process of finalizing another magazine. I have... Another, another Be Unique magazine? Really? Yes, and in uh, I think we've eight, I think we've I think we've opened up something, everybody. <laughs> okay. We yeah we're at, we're actually doing three magazines. We do the the Be Unique Regard, we do Be Unique Global, wow. uh, and then we have one called um, Young Explorers that we're doing specifically for a company called Moxie Box. We've been commissioned to do that. It is for children. Amazing. Amazing. Um, we, we may be revamping some of the ways that we do these things. The, the biggest thing that I would say is, uh, let's see, in eight days, I am launching another podcast called Go With Angels. Oh, and we can't wait to listen. And it's going to be not just about angels and not just about my book. I mean, it's going, to, it's going to be about angels, but it's not just about my book. It's going to be for callers to call in and be involved in telling their stories. And I might read some from my book. I might, I might read some from my forthcoming book about angels. It's impossible to not be inspired by talking to you, and I hope... And I'm not just saying that. I mean, sincerely, um, it really is. To reach the culmination of where Be Unique has gone since you guys sat at that table and talked about it, and then now to be discussing a book that you have published and that is available for $15 at BeUnique.org is amazing. Mm -hmm. And, Mary, I I really – I hope everybody listening out there is inspired because your story does inspire. I will tell you, though, it kind of blows my mind because not only does Be Unique have award-winning films, the magazines, the 14 and counting podcasts, and Metafest, we are now publishing books. In fact, I had someone today, she got the newsletter where I, I put out a post about this, and I said, did you know that we're publishing books now? And she said, I got your newsletter, and I want to talk to you about publishing my book. 
But that's not only inspiring for yourself, but inspiring others. And there's nothing, there's no better gift to give than inspiration. And that is what Be Unique is working at all the time. And that is what your book represents. And yeah, I can't because not, and I, this is the first book that Be Unique has published. That's right. That's right. And it it uh, it it's the I don't know if you want to call it the flagship, but it's the starter. Because hey, it's a start. It's I, an amazing start. I have sixteen. I have sixteen more books waiting for me to get off my duff and get them prepared so we can publish them. You're definitely in the Stephen King writing school. <laughs> of, ah. of being prolific, of being prolific. I, Mary, I, I I'm not not nearly ahead. as prolific as I'd like to be. I I would love to do more. Well, there's only so many hours in a day, Mary. I have as so. many hours in the day as Beyonce. <laughs> Mary, I cannot thank you enough for being on Unscripted tonight. It's really been an inspiration, and you should you should be extremely proud of the accomplishment you've made and you should be extremely proud of what be unique is and what it has become and what it is going to be it is nothing but an open door to a future that really rings bright and uh, i'm i'm really very 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 grateful to be a part of it so thank you so much for being on the show this evening oh you are welcome and thank you for asking me to come and do this this has been phenomenal it's been great. And, folks, remember, you can order your own copy of Be, Go With Angels. Just go to BeUnique.org and, um, and, and, and look for it there. And, uh, Mary, thank you so much. And uh, I You're hope welcome. you'll join us again next time. Anytime you need to, call me. Have a great, have a great night, Mary. And everybody else, you have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Take care.